If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. What's going on, guys? The reopening is right around the corner, and there's a chance that no one's seen your balls in a few months. Don't ruin your first post-quarantine date with a ball throw. Would you show up to the first day of school without a haircut? Manscaped's here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. The Lawnmower 3.0 is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, your snags will be reduced while preparing yourself for post-quarantine life. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit. The Perfect Package 3.0 comes with a new and improved lawnmower 3.0, what the water-resistant cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. The Perfect Package 3.0 also comes with a crop preserver and crop reviver. The crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant, which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end with your balls sticking to your leg. The crop reviver is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts that will give your balls a boost. Subscribers to the Peak Hygiene Plan will get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean. The light is at the end of the tunnel, fellas. Treat yourself for making it through quarantine with the Lawnmower 3.0. You get 20% off plus free shipping with code TRT at manscaped.com. Your first date will thank you. I don't usually talk about poop. Do you think the Queen of England has diarrhea? Go do it. The dude went out and did it. I'm completely naked when I poop. Overshare. What? It's <laughs> a good neighborhood. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. What's going on? I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community, host of All Things Testosterone. I'm here with Ian. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Ian. We didn't do that last episode. I know. We're going to stop right here. We're not going to mention anyone else in the room. Oh, hey. (laughs) We're here with Ian and Eric. The incredible shrinking Eric. Eric's been here two weeks in a row. How exciting is that? It's always awkward to me to pretend like we don't record this at the exact same time we just recorded the last episode. Nobody cares. It makes me feel weird. They care know, about the they content. Do. They don't care how we... We were talking about this earlier, though. Like, I want to record once a week, you know? I sure. like. I want to be topical. I want to be able to talk about things as they happen, not a month out, you know? Right. But it's the same night. We literally just spent five minutes doing nothing between the last episode and this episode. So yep. here we are. Eric still lost a C note over the last 10 months. Yep. I didn't know what you were talking about, but he did. He lost a hundred. Have you lost any more weight since we last saw you? Um, I mean, I've been drinking water, so probably gained, <laughs> probably gained a gram. Yep. Okay. Check out testosteronepodcast.com slash discounts for our discounted treatment options. They aren't ours, but we do review and compare. I'm not y'all. I'm looking at y'all, but I'm talking to them. We That's review fine. and compare clinics. Would they offer discounts? All the info is on the website. Check it out. They're good people. You were basically doing that work for us before you were doing it for the group. I mean, yeah. like that's how you got me connected with. Yeah. And, and that's really what I've, I've been doing it for about I don't know, six or seven years. That's. Once the group got to be large enough, oh, join us on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash TRT community. Mm. Uh, once the group got sizable, that was that's always been the biggest question. Hey, where can I find a doctor? So even before I had these relationships with these clinics, it was, 
hey, go see this doctor. I hear this doctor's good. You might have to drive two hours twice a year, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now the group's nearing 18,000 people, I yeah. think. And the biggest of its kind. The question, it's about the the question pops the up every day. Oh. It's as big as it's ever been, is what she said. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Put that on a T-shirt. As big as it's ever been? T-shirt, man. find a way to work that into every episode. Here's what I'm curious about. Why did why did the inflection go up at the... Yeah, it's it's as weird. big as it's ever been? I think I actually had to take two pieces of it and splice them together. So I think you said it twice. And then I had to make one out of it because there was something wrong with both halves of the other. So it just sounds like a robot at this point. It does sound like it does sound like a robot. I yeah. thought that. Let's let's listen. She said that it was as big as it's ever been. Yeah. So you can definitely hear the splicing. <laughs> That's yes. my editing. So yes. At the beginning, I think it was something like she said, and then he paused, and then he said it again. So I just I chopped it up a little bit, and now it sounds like he's a, yeah. Whatever she said, it's so big <laughs> as it's go around been. bragging about. It's my the theme. content they care about, Eric. They care about the. We established that already. They don't care if we're recording back to back to back to back. Right? How many? Do, how many bullet points do we have still? Four. I got four for this episode about Ian. So last time Hello. we talked about you, you weren't doing well. Um, you were still trying to conceive. You were um, down. You know. For yeah. the most part, you had an appointment with urology. Catch us up. Not a lot's changed um, for the better, necessarily. I feel like I'm wandering in the, the TRT desert. Um, so last time I saw uh, my doctor, she told me that the issues that I was continuing to have, that I should actually go go get checked out um, by a urologist to see if there's anything physically physiologically anatomic whatever wrong that they could look at and see see if anything is physically wrong like in with my pain um because i'm still still to this day having having circulation and blood flow issues um i she did put me on a daily dose of cialis uh Dalafil and which also has not been great Right. Which turned out not to be great. So here's the funny. Here's the funny thing. I took that for a week or so. Experienced daily diarrhea, and it was like, how is this happening? I've never heard of this as a side effect. Look it up. I hadn't either. Surely, can, can I throw a pause in here real quick? Sure enough. Yes. So for the layman, uh, granted, I'm in the group. Diarrhea. You don't know what diarrhea is. Could you explain <laughs> over air? <laughs> Maybe, maybe some maybe some examples of diarrhea. Yeah. No. 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 So uh, they call it the great equalizer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because uh, even the richest person in the world still gets diarrhea. <laughs> it's true. Like, so in the Queen of England. You think? <laughs> you think the Queen of England has diarrhea? Yes. The Pope. How often? They get all the all the people in high status places. Let, let's be real. No matter how much money and status and fame that they have. They all get diarrhea. I don't usually talk about poop, but well, for some I mean, reason, okay, it, it, it's I'll a, allow it's a, it. You're it's asking a form me. of please, right? But take I mean, the floor. Like, like you know, in a relationship, I'm not like, hey, I got to go poop. I just disappear for 15 minutes. Oh, know? yeah, for sure. I've married 11 years, and I never once said, 
gotta go take a poop. Yeah, you know? it's the same thing. Yes. Oh wait, yes. serious? Yeah, no, I'm serious. Oh dude, I'm that's like a declaration in my nope, house. I don't take poops at work. I mean, first of all, because I have a six year old that's like, Mom, come wipe my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> with with my kid, she does obviously. She does the same thing. But like me, I'm never gonna say I go take a shit. Like it's the like same. It yeah, it's the same thing over here. It's because uh, I don't. But you do. Oh, I, I because I don't want it. It's a, it's a declaration. Okay. Hey, I'm going to take a shit and then I'm going to leave for Brandon's house. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't go work. Would you either. prefer me to come here and do that first time in your new place and be like, hey, dude, I got to. I guess that. I guess I got to take care right. of some some paperwork. And you're yeah, so considerate. The yeah. You're a considerate friend. <laughs> so you go at work. Well, I mean, I've, work is my home for the last six well, months. Sure. Before that. So, yeah. Uh Oh, yeah. I'm not a shy pooper. I think some people are shy poopers. Yeah, not me. I'm a shy pooper for sure. Yeah, no. I'm not a shy pooper. You poop at work? I, I actually have a video on my phone. Yes, I'm nodding my head slowly, yes, for those who can't see it. So at Cigna, when I used to work at this I is hate, the most I've I ever spoken about poop in my entire hated life. hated those bathrooms. I would go to the second floor first. You go to the floor we were on, there was always guys in there doing steroids and taking poops. <laughs> I know swole, what we're talking about. Swole Bogdansky. Yes. Um you, I would go to the second floor because it was all females, uh-huh. and there would, you know, if there was somebody in there, then I would try the fourth floor. If there was somebody in there, then I would go down to the, as long as it wasn't around lunchtime, you could mm-hmm. usually get some privacy in the restroom inside of the because it was a single room. stall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if somebody came in, it was mortifying because you knew that they wanted what you had. You know, <laughs> like there was no option. I them. walked in that bathroom a couple different times when someone was like changing or had been gotten done with her workout or was about to work out. Yeah. And they know the only reason you're in there. Yeah. Because it's the only bathroom so, in there. I'm it's, so it's shy awkward. about it that if I would if I walked into the gym and there was somebody on a treadmill that looked over at me, yeah. I would go wash my hands and then go back out because I didn't want them to think I was pooping in there. That's how like oh, it's a thing. Yeah. We're the same person. Yeah. Yes. So I've, I've gone home yes. from work to poop before because <laughs> I couldn't find an empty bathroom. Oh, I'm totally the opposite. Drive twenty minutes. I, I have a video I have two videos on my phone. The first is if you have to wear a lanyard at work. Make sure it's not attached to your pants when they're at your ankle because I have a coworker <laughs> and you can clearly see his name on his badge for all people that walk into the restroom to see. Uh, but the second video is me sitting in a stall next to a guy and asking him if he had any Lysol spray. <laughs> like, hey, bro, you got any Lysol spray? You said that to him? I said that to him. Why? For shits and giggles, man. Like what? I said, I'm not a shy pooper. Ships passing in the night in the bathroom. That's against code. That is against you don't code. Talk. You can't talk. Oh, I, I don't know these codes, and I clearly do not abide by them. So the best one for me, but he laughed about it. So I mean, the that's... best one for me at our former employer was I was there's three. Imagine three stalls. The far stall is the handicapped big stall. Is this a model story? Models. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> what does that mean? Keep going. Let me pull it back onto the tracks here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sitting in the far stall. Someone comes in. I, I, I don't get it. They, I, don't, I don't understand people that voluntarily, when the when if there's three stalls, I'm in the far stall. They don't take the, the the leave a buffer stall. They came in, sat in the second stall. We're right next to each other. Oh. Five minutes go by. This person drops their phone and it falls into my stall. <laughs> so at that point, do you pretend like it didn't happen? No, I picked it up and handed of... it up. He's like, thanks, man. And I'm like, yep. 
Oh wait, you, and I'm like, you pick it up I and hand it. You don't just kind of like nudge it with your foot back. No, under. I, I picked it up. I didn't feel like it, it's someone's his phone. Poop, that was his considered. poop hands had just been on it, and then your poop hands were on it, and you gave it back to him. Yeah, and, and that, folks, is how COVID started. That's how it started. Um, I think I can see the trail up there. So let me let me climb through this brush that we found ourselves in and, and get back on the road. Oh my gosh, I didn't know where you were going with that. Uh, okay. So the daily Cialis thing. Yeah. Diarrhea. Back to that. Queen of England. So she she gave me she gave me a prescription for twenty milligram Cialis. What does Cialis do? It's it's like a it's it's Viagra. an extended it's use blood, Viagra. It's, no, I, I I get that part, but like what it's does a vasodilator? It do? Yeah, it's a, it's it allows more blood. Yes, yeah. Helps with the blood flow. Okay, that's all I needed. That that's where the Queen of England conversation was supposed to go. Was just does the Queen of England right? And that's use what Cialis? I was saying. We lost the trail back it's, there, and we're finding it again. Here hold on, wait. Does she use Cialis? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. no. Okay. Back to you. What were you saying? Okay. So she she prescribed me the twenty. Can I say one Cialis. more thing about? No, I don't. <laughs> no, no. This would be too much. I can't possibly continue. Let me have the steering wheel, yes, please. You got it. Um, Here are the keys. Oh, thank you. So the twenty milligram Cialis, I don't have that issue, and it works like it should. However, um, it's still not. The quality is still not there. Uh, it's not as big as it's ever been. Uh, the, Do you think that's a Cialis problem? No, there's still there's a physical problem, and I truly I truly think there's something something that's going on. I, I'm not really sure what it is. So I got referred to. I went to a urologist, and <laughs> am I distracting you? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. How your pictures are highly distracting. Well, I've got to have something to market this episode with, Ian. We're not going to have a video. I'm sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. So uh went to a urologist uh, locally. The urologist I went to, uh, I guess the this overall summary was it was it didn't we didn't really get anywhere because he told me he's like, you know, I don't really deal with fertility. I don't really deal with um hormone replacement therapy and those things like that. What he do you deal with he well he told me he's he exe- he does like prostate and kidney type issues and cancer related so he's basically referring me to another doctor within his his group that deals with sexual health fertility um he did take blood work he did examine my peen i did have to cough turn my head to the co- side and cough he did, did he do anything aside from the hernia check is there anything for him to do with your penis? He just exam, you know, a, a, a standard examination is what I guess we would call it. And then took blood work. My testosterone, my total testosterone levels were in the 900s, so good. He didn't take free. Uh, my prolactin was normal, good range. My FH, uh, FSH and LH were low. So I think we're possibly still in like, so at the back at the beginning of June, I went and did a, a, a sperm analysis test, and my count was low. And so this this probably tells me it's also it's still low, despite my most recent protocol, which I'll, I'll detail, I guess. Um, so I'm doing sixty, no, 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 eighty milligrams a week, testosterone sipionate, a thousand units. Uh, HCG, 
25 milligrams of Clomid a day. And then she also put me on Lexapro, which is an SSRI for anxiety. Um, so I've been doing that. I did, I've already done, and the Clomid is supposed to be in a site. The Clomid and the HCG are supposed to be in a 25 day on five day off cycle. So I've already done one of those cycles. And so I'm a bit discouraged at the fact that at the end of one cycle, my, those hormones are low. Those hormone counts are low. Don't get discouraged. Clomid, Clomid doesn't do anything ever. It sucks. I, with, between Lexapro, which I've heard the urologist did mention this. He's like, you know, with those antidepressants, the SSRIs, there can be a side effect of ED, um, which I do feel like it's helped me. I do feel better, less anxious. The Lexapro? The Lexapro. But it's not worth the trade-off to, to have ED. It's not worth the trade-off for whatever's going this, on with me. I am. The start time coincide when you start taking the Lexapro? No. It was happening before that. Yeah. So just adding it in, I'm like, well, this is, I'm in this huge like cocktail of hormone jacking with every, you just jacking with my hormones and just, I feel lost. I, I really do. I'm almost to the point where I'm just ready to hit the eject button and, and just start over with some, some kind of protocol like this. Yeah. But I, I need to be fertile and I need to yeah, have that's good the, libido and erect, you know, not have erectile dysfunction. That's the tricky part. How, how, how long is the, how long is the reset period? What? So like, if, oh, the if, recent if, period if, of ED and stuff. No, 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 no. I'm saying like, how long is the reset period where you go from like, like if you made that decision, you say, okay, I'm oh, I've... week, ten days, a month, like at what? Oh, point? to like start over. And yeah. Just at what point are you going to say point? like, okay, I have like, no idea. Of... Man, I would start doing a an elimination diet, and the first thing I would drop is HCG. And I know you need to be fertile, but did did you have a? I'm on Clomid, though. Yeah, so, I mean... I would drop I? the HCG completely and bump the test up 120, 150. See how you feel. HCG is great, but it is more often than not more trouble than it's worth. It does not do great things for a lot of people. I've felt that way since several months ago. Which like that I, was your starting protocol, wasn't it? Yeah. When you first kind of started this journey again. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Then it was, and then it was an extremely high dose of... HCG about three thousand a week. Wow. Um, That's the kind of stuff that makes your penis grow. <laughs> it's supposed to, but it doesn't. <laughs> For me, it, I don't respond it, to it. If only there were something that wasn't HCG and wasn't Clomid that could help, which we may have in the next episode. A future episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll st- I'll stay tuned. Yeah. I'll stand by. Yeah. No. I have to come back next week for it's that. It's just. It's just a. It's a. I tend to overshare, but here goes. I love it. When you, <laughs> when you, so something that's scary to me is that when you touch your, when you touch your peen and your scrotum and it's cold to the touch, that scares me. I don't know what's, and I'm standing up, I'm walking, not, I'm not touching myself and walking, <laughs> but I can tell. Yeah. I, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. I can tell like that it feel it feels cold and that shouldn't be, and I'm, I'm talking it, we're we're in 90 and 100 degree, 100 degree days yeah it should be a swamp down there and it should be hottest like you mean actually live in texas cold. it's cold to the touch like blood flow issue cold blood flow issue cold well i'm not kidding at least that you could 
be directed towards an answer with something like that. You know, so that's that's what's going on that I don't understand uh, with the Cialis. It helps. We've we've been able to have sex in the past month a couple of different times. You know, a couple three times. Is that six? Huh? Is that six? A couple three. Yeah. So three times two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it three? Two groups it's of three. three. I think it's three, maybe four. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that was good. Uh, but other than that, just in everyday life, it's like, why yeah. is it behaving in this way? I don't you know, understand. I, it. I don't know. About is it the... hormonal? Is it physical? Is it a physiological, anatomical problem that something is the not... cold to the touch thing? I, I have no idea. I know. I know Megan Meagan, and uh, I know that she would love you if you could never bear a child in your entire life. Yes, you're exactly right. I yeah. I would like. I don't want to see you like this. You know, yeah. I would just stop even for just like six weeks. Just stop it and see what happens. Okay. Why not? Yeah. I mean, the, the if if the Columbus doing what it should doing, it should which is nothing. Do the Columbus doing nothing? <laughs> it should do the same job, right? Uh, no, Columbus not doing anything. Okay. I mean, it, it might be. I'd need to see your lab results and and see. But you said your LH is tanked, right? Yeah. Where's and the Columbus H and LH were low? Where is it at? I don't know. Yeah, Clomid really like it's in a lot of the. Tell me more about cycle. yeah. Tell me more about your knowledge base and your experience with. I mean, not that you've taken it, but no. Um, what you've heard? It, it's part of a, a lot of post cycle therapies. Yeah, and honestly, a lot of people use it in conjunction with HCG, like you're doing. And I just I've never understood why. Uh, unless you respond poorly to HCG and you're one of the few that Clomid actually does something, it just doesn't seem to do much for people. It forgot it doesn't seem to work ever you know yeah. it's got a worse reputation than hcg does Since your hpta is maybe not shut down mm-hmm. but it's and not i'm still on a thousand properly. a week yeah i'm i'm splitting those i'm you know 500 500 and then i'm splitting the testosterone there's a lot of talk and a lot of research about um your body adapting and hcg losing efficacy you might be in that place interesting yeah well then i'm interested to hear about whatever it may be that is coming on the horizon. Yeah. And yeah. for that, you'll have to listen in next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go get some popcorn and stay tuned. <laughs> Gra- gather the family around the radio. Yeah. Would you Would you stop the HCG, Joe? Each HCG, though? Just I for a short am time? more than ready to do that. Yeah, just stop. And consult with Rachel on what your testosterone, you know, talk to her, obviously. Um, with I, Brandon in the room, of course. <laughs> You know, I, I, See, I the would thing never is, I, the thing, the thing is, a couple of weeks ago, I took two weeks off, and it didn't. Nothing changed. I guess it's got to be longer. than It's that. subtle, yeah. Okay. Like even with so, I've been through this cycle over the past six or seven years more times than I can even recall right now. Right. And every single time, I forget what's causing me to feel so terrible, and it's always the HCG. I will remember and be like, "Got to stop it." And then that that's kind of my cue as to when to stop. And then I stop and I feel great. Yeah. How, how do you know to pick it back up though? I start losing sensitivity. So it's I don't do a good job Load, of documenting loads are smaller. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my testicles atrophy. They don't hurt ever. They atrophy. My ejaculate. It, the volume is less. My sensitivity goes down. It becomes harder for me to ejaculate. 
And then I'm like, oh, yeah, HCG is a thing. And I start injecting HCG. And then I'm like, oh, everything's great. Now I feel like crap. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's because of the HCG. So you're ejaculate. Like you get to a point where it's like. It's not powder. <laughs> yeah, it comes out as powder, and then I have to mix it with water just to get the effect. Back to static water. <laughs> um, no, I mean, you know, it, it's – talking about oversharing, it, that's, a, that's a thing. It's, it's a real thing. And I've been trying to get to the bottom of the sensitivity issue. Um, <clears throat> and it didn't even start out as for me, just for other – because people ask about it in the group, you know, quite a bit. And then their answer is HCG will bring it right back up. Nobody I've talked to really understands the science behind it. And in fact, some of the doctors that I've spoken to about it say, no, there's no way it's related. I'm like, anecdotally, it has to be related. There, are, I've gotten hundreds of messages over the years from guys with this exact same problem. And the solution is always HCG. Interesting. Okay. All right. There's got to be some sort of downstream hormone, pregnenolone or DHEA or something that when you are lacking that because of your HPTA shutting down, that has to be affecting sensitivity. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. Well, thank I'm you down with that though. It could take six weeks. It could take two Fine. months and it's going to be subtle, but you it's might just realize, feel, wow, yeah, it's better to feel, you know, I, I'm ready to just feel whole again. Like I don't, you know, it's hard to walk around with that. That would be the f- feeling. You know, when you when affects you, everything. You felt great, then you added on medication. Like the first thing you should do is start eliminating those and see what it is. Yep. It's not the testosterone, you know? No. Yeah. The clomid literally does nothing, so it's definitely not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pray kidding. for uh <laughs> pray for a miracle as far as fertility is concerned, yeah. Well, revisit, you know? Yeah. See if it's the HCG, and at right. least that way you can know that you maybe need to cycle it because you didn't feel terrible for months on it. You know, true. It wasn't you were, this way. For you were on it when it beginning. was as big as it's ever been. True. So you might just need to be cycling on and off. Okay. That's a really good point. Which is another thing that there's a lot of research behind um, the idea that your body becomes used to the HCG and you need to cycle on and off, and that you'll maybe cycle it to time it with the ovulation window or something like that. I don't know. You probably need more time. Not that with we're in the a, HCG. It's a fertility podcast, but no, probably, yeah, there's probably an app for that. <laughs> I think the HCG works slower than that. So you'd probably need to a cycle week. like 60 or 90 days on and then uh, 60 or 90 days off. Okay. I don't think you can just take it, Got it. and be fertile two weeks later. M- miss an injection. And- <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man all of a sudden. Sperm are on strike. They're just sitting there. Nah, we didn't get our HCG this week. <laughs> We've come to a collective bargaining agreement. <laughs> and we've wandered into Sports Talk Radio. So I'm going to... Bring us back onto the tracks and go back to the Queen of England's diarrhea problem. Um, I'm just saying people of status. No, I know what you're saying. She gets food poisoning. It's not Let's necessarily her. It's Someone dies in the kingdom, but she gets food poisoning. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever had a bathroom that's so small, like maybe even just a toilet area that's so small mm-hmm. that when you. <coughs> yeah. Have you ever been to Europe? Okay. So when you've been to Europe, and I haven't. And you've sat down to poop. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had to put one leg into the bathtub? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> For sure. I've never been to Europe. You have to do that. In, I have to do that in America. Hey, listen, listen to this. So one of the things that I could do on building my house was I could either have my my shitter as like an open shitter, or I could build like the shitter closet. Okay. 
like I don't know if you were looking at me very clearly, but like a water closet as it's known. The the loo. Yeah. Like it it maybe was like two and a half feet. It was probably a lot wider, but I'm going to say two and a half feet wide. Like Mm -hmm. that, that's not a comfortable space to go to the bathroom in. That's what I'm dealing with in this master. So I've got the vanity is outside of the rest of the, the bathroom and then the shower and the toilet are in one. Yeah. I can't, I can't dry off in the, I have to come into my bedroom to draw to towel off because it's so small in there, yeah. and I have to put my leg into the bathtub when I take a poop. <laughs> I I want a bathroom, um, like the bathroom in Dumb and Dumber, where he gets the laxative. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like yeah. I I want to be able to like have like mm-hmm. that much leg room. Yeah. I, I've I've never heard of a situation having to put your feet in the toilet across from you. Is that right? The tub. I, the the tub. tub. Yeah. One, my right foot goes into the tub. My left foot's on the tile floor just so I can get the spread I need to are get my you, business done. Are you out of your Are you out of your pants at this point? Oh, I have to be. Shorts. My right leg, so at least. So you can get that spread. I take the right leg out into the bathtub. You guys take your shirt off? This poop? sounds no. more like the hokey pokey than going to it, the bathroom. It feels like it, too. And another problem I'm I have. I'm completely naked when I poop. Overshare. What? This is the <laughs> this is the Overshare this is podcast. The, the first time I've had a round toilet bowl as an adult. Normally I'll have the elongated bowl. Oh, yeah. The elongated I can't is great. fit my junk in the without it rubbing. toilet without it touching the grossest parts of the toilet. Yeah. That's well, unfortunate. Take some toilet paper and wipe up the bottom of the toilet. It still feels porcelain-y and weird, and I don't like it. you got to hold it. I have to like. You got to hold it with your left hand. It doesn't matter what I have. You've got to pressure thimble. Hold it with your right hand. I have have to kind of arch my back and and get my pee done, and then I have to set it on the toilet seat to get my poop done. That's what I have to do. What? I have to put my penis. No, I understood that. I'm just understanding like the why behind it. Because if I don't, if I let it, my penis is just touching the inside of the toilet bowl. Gotcha. You don't tear off some toilet paper and. No, I do exactly what I just said. I oh, okay. arch my back, you, I pee, and then I put my <laughs> penis onto the toilet seat. Do you know what a foul ball is? In sports? No. In pooping? No. Yes. Do you know what a foul ball no. is in pooping? No. It, it's where the poop is so long that it stands up and then it actually leans forward <laughs> no. and it hits your junk. I don't think that's ever That's a happened. foul ball. It's never happened to me. No. <laughs> it's like a jump off the toilet seat moment when, yeah, when it happens. <laughs> You're like, whoa, what just happened? (laughs) I feel like we've gone too far. Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT Community. 